Hello and welcome to Dear Amelia, a podcast where I, a new father, have a series of conversations with friends on a whole range of topics, with the ultimate goal of presenting a collection of deeply personal thoughts for my daughter to listen to when she grows up. This is Benjamin Prabhu, and thank you for tuning in. One thing you will realize quickly, if you haven't already, is that you will never lack a group of people in your corner at any point in time. You will always have your mom and me, and you will have your grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, and even siblings. In this episode, though, I want to talk about a group of people that you will get to choose to be in your life. Making friends and maintaining good friendships is one of the most rewarding things you will ever do. And my hope and prayer for you is that you will find the right ones to accompany you on your journey in the coming years. In my own life, I can vouch for the friendships that shaped me at crucial junctures. My first ever friends were the two kids who stood up for me and shielded me from bullying in second grade. That friendship taught me before movies did about how heroic it is to care for people without expecting anything in return. Your grandfather was arrested and imprisoned for a brief while in a foreign country. It was a group of friends in high school who propped me up with moral support and constant words of encouragement. In college, it were friendships alone that helped me navigate the tricky terrain of dealing with complicated relationships and making adult decisions for the first time. And today, the friends I have are people that I can turn to at any time, any day, knowing that they genuinely care for my well-being and will always be with me during both the good times and the bad. Now here is the important part. Friendship is a two-way street. As much as others will be there for you, you need to be there for others as well. Regardless of what you achieve in your life professionally, it will not come close to the satisfaction of being there for a friend at their time of need. Sometimes it may be encouraging words they need to hear, and at other times, you may need to love them by telling them what they might hate to hear. Sometimes you may feel called to express your friendship through actions, and at other times, all they might need is your silent presence. At all times though, never take a good friend for granted. There was no shortage of people in my life that I could talk with regarding the topic of friendship. Ultimately, I went with someone who I have come to appreciate over the years for her honest friendship. Anu Madan is someone who can be very blunt as she can be compassionate. Over the years, she has impacted many lives in our small community through her welcoming nature and simple acts of kindness. I spoke with her to better understand how I could communicate the importance of friendships in our lives. All right, Anu, thank you so much for agreeing to doing this podcast. I'm very excited to talk to you about, uh, I think, a topic that I think you're the best person to talk with, friendships. Um, So we have known each other for many years now. I think it's seven to eight years now. Do you recall the first time we met? 
I think I, it was like uh, it was 2012. Do you, do you remember anything no. about do you remember anything about the first time we met? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I think 2012 uh, was when we moved to Pittsburgh as a family from New York. Okay. Um, so I introduced to our Solid Rock Church and that's yes. when I think we uh, on a Friday fellowship. Um, I think you were doing your studies at that time and yeah. came in for a break to Pittsburgh. Is yeah. That wrong? Yeah, that's what I, I remember too, like coming, uh, I think my parents told me, okay, we're going to a birthday party of someone who's like new at church, I think. And and I think that was when I first uh, met you and Madan and of course, Nason as well. But I don't remember like how we became friends so quickly because as you know, I'm not really someone who becomes friendly <laughs> with every single person that I meet. I take some time. Uh, is there anything like memorable you remember about, even if it's not the first time that we met, just like over the years, like if there's like an example of our friendship, is there anything memorable that you remember about me that maybe Amelia should, might be interested to know about? Memorable, that's why. No, it's not like memorable incidents, like specifically that I can quote. But uh, I remember the very first time I saw you, I always felt you were a very reserved and a quiet person. Uh, I am very opposite to you. I'm like a very social person. I yeah. to everybody. I don't want to leave anybody alone. Like mm-hmm. if I have a group of people that I very well know i still go to people who are really quiet want to talk to them and engage them and not like right. i think that's how i would have come and spoke to you i'm sure you would not have come and spoke to me <laughs> so i think so from from what i can remember at least uh, i think uh, with mother and i think there was an immediate bond because obviously cricket um, anyone if they start talking about cricket like immediately i will you know i i know okay this is the person I want to be kind of hang out with, I want to talk to, um, and then almost by default, you you know you're part of the package. <laughs> no, but you know, but like you said, yeah, you, you're you're the kind of person who's not super formal. Once you get to know someone, like uh, you know, you're pretty uh, informal and very friendly uh, to talk with. So I think um, I think that made it easy for me because so for me it's not easy for me to become, you know, friendly with everyone because um, I take my time. Like you said, I think I'm reserved and I tend to keep to myself. In fact, I'm very happy when I'm left alone <laughs> most of the time. And there are very few people who can break through that, that almost like a self-imposed barrier for, for myself. Um, and also there, there are very few people that I can be completely free or, you know, honest with, and, you know, I consider you to be one of those people. And, you know, sometimes you meet certain people and it just clicks. So why do you think we have continued to be friends after all these years? Mm, maybe, yes, you said the first reason is Madden because you both have a good connect. Yeah. You keep talking different general topics and you both have the same kind of interest. Right. Um, so eventually when somebody's Madden's friend, over the time, they become my friend. Some yeah. I have a good connect with. And even when Madan doesn't talk, did you talk to that person? And I keep reminding him. And mm-hmm. so I think that's how we got close. But um, I remember over the years, um, you've been a completely different person. Like at the start, you yeah. were very different. Like 
I used to think, what am I going to talk to? You know, he, he's very quiet and I'm not able to really keep uh, conversing for a long time. But eventually, I think I somehow, I don't know the exact. Uh, Isn't it funny now I'm doing a podcast where I'm just like talking and talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you've been different. This is, this is how we have evolved over the years. Yeah. I think. Um, at the point, I think I felt um, like okay, this is a right person who can guide me in a right way. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Some yeah. friends are there who really guide you, um, not give you any negative thoughts. Though it's mm-hmm. still a dark situation, they can still um, give you a right direction on what um, decision you have to make and, you know, what paths you have to take. So eventually, I think I found that in you, like a good friend to, sh- to just share things. Just be myself. Right. And, have to worry I, about what what is he going to think if I say this or anything like that. Yeah, and it goes back to you know the part where I said um, I can be completely free or honest with about like anything, and not just necessarily related to church because that's how we you know got to know each other. Uh, but for me, especially the co- a common thread in all my friendships, whether it's friendships from like school, college, or even like here uh, where we live at work. Uh, the one thing that I really like is just talking and hanging out with people who, who respect me and, and, and like me the way I am. But at the same time, they will call me out if they think that I'm doing something wrong. And not everyone can do that. That's, I think that's only reserved for people you completely trust, people you consider to be really close friends. And I think it's important for everyone to have people like that around you. Like, uh, Wouldn't you agree about that? Yep. I think you need to have people like that, not just to talk good things about you and make you feel happy, but also just say, hey, there's something wrong with you, you know? And yeah. those secrets, uh, not everybody knows, right? Only yeah. our good friends and trustworthy friends know about yeah. it. And, and it, it, I always find it interesting that um, whenever, like, let's say a family member tells you something, the, the more the most common thing that you would do in a situation is probably you wouldn't like take it seriously or you wouldn't listen to it but if a friend tells you the same thing i feel like you'll do it right right and i think it goes back to something about you know you can't choose your family but you can choose your friends and i think that's something in it where it's it's a very special kind of bond um which is, I mean, throughout time, right? It, it, it's, 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 it's really fascinating because I feel friendships more than anything else really shapes you to be the kind of person that you are today. And, you know, I strongly believe that the kind of friends that you associate with, uh, that will determine how you turn out. So in my life, like I've had, I've had I, I wouldn't say I've had a very large circle of friends, but throughout my life at different points you know like school mm-hmm. college and then when I came to the U.S. in Pittsburgh and now in Virginia like at each point there have been I would say like two or three people that they they were there at that moment in time at, at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. in my life and they influenced me you know like for example in most of school and college I, I stayed in a boarding school so pretty much I would say my friends raised me during that time and, and it really influenced me to the kind of person that I am today. It shaped a lot of uh, my life. Uh, so are there any kind of friendships like that in your life that has impacted you and kind of like made you 
the person that you are today? Definitely. So I don't really have the experience of um, being in a hostel or staying with friends, at least until college. Um, so I was a day scholar until college. and But every phase of my life, yes, as you said, I have, I have had good friends um, who've taught me so many things. Like I have a childhood friend. Uh, we're still in contact. She's a great friend of mine. She she's the one of the richest person I know. Okay. She's been so humble and a down to earth person till now. So at some point, at a very young stage, I didn't really know about this wealth and things that she had. But eventually, when I uh, traveled with her all through my school days, like probably 11th and 12th grade, I used to ask her, you have so many things, so much of wealth and money, and you keep quiet about it. You don't want to boast about it. You're so humble and quiet. So yeah. that's something that I've uh, learned from her over the years, um, which didn't really make sense to me when I was in 12th grade. But I always remember her um, when I think of being humble, though you have everything around and you right. still yourself low and you know, you don't seek attention too much from others you know yeah I've had good friends even in my college I, one good friend that I have to talk about is uh, his name is Disney so he was the one who led me to the Lord so okay. that's another big change in my life that came that I came to like uh, he he could have talked about any number of topics to me but he always wanted uh, me to take a good decision, right decision, and you know, um, keep moving on in the right way. So yeah, I feel like good friends should always be there whom you can do and be open about because when you don't share things and when you want to put a mask on yourself, that's when you have trouble in your heart, you have concerns, and you're not able to live life happily right and you know what you said is so true because so in this podcast you know i've been talking with different people on different topics and all of them are people that i consider to be my close friends you know people that i can i mean that's the reason why i chose each and every one uh for this is i can talk to them freely about something and not like have to you know like hold back on something or be like formal and be very diplomatic like i can just like be completely honest and I feel like right. you need like like I mentioned earlier you need those kind of people in your life and if I can just like go slightly off topic you know before the call we were talking about the importance of mental health you know like how there is this almost hidden epidemic of depression you know uh, it's really like everywhere in the world but especially in India too where for some reason, the stigma still exists where people are very hesitant to talk about how they're feeling because there is this culture of don't complain. You just have to do what you're supposed to do, right? Like right. there's that thing, you have to succeed at all costs. And if you fail, like that's like the worst thing that you can do. Um, and so people don't really talk about that stuff. And I feel like, you know, having good friends, I'm not saying having good friends will solve everything. But mm -hmm. it definitely helps. Like in, in my case, you know, for for long periods of time in my life, I was away from my parents. I was away from family, living in like different, uh, living in a different country and only had like friends to rely on. And, and these are the people who really got me through it because I could talk to them about anything and, you know, we could actually have conversations and be really honest and vulnerable. 
and not always be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything is great. Everything is awesome. So um, I think it's so critical to be, have people that you can talk freely and just be really have a good view on life. So, and I think that's where just that mental health aspect comes, um, where I think really in India, I think that that's a lot of room for improvement. That's true. But I feel like sometimes people have been pushed into situations where they really don't want to share their innermost, deepest secrets. Mm-hmm. People will start thinking bad about them. They'll be judgmental about them. But when you start thinking to share your deepest secrets with someone, I don't think you're considering them as a close friend. Because right. I believe friendship is all about trust and not just about um, making the other person feel happy and good. It's about everything. Like, as you said, you can be free, you can be who you are, because they're not right. complain about, hey, why do you have to do this? You can change yourself. Why did you do this way? No, they're just going to accept you the way you are. And, and, and it doesn't matter like which age, what age you are. Right. Whether it's right. In, whether you're in whether you're going to school, like whether you're going to high school or whether you're in your twenties, forties. People we live in an increasingly like I, I, I say that as connected as we are because of technology, like social media, FaceTime, all these things, we feel like we are so connected. And at the same time, we also live in very isolated way. And it doesn't right. help that we are in the middle of this COVID nineteen pandemic where we are forced to isolate ourselves as much as possible. And it is so important to have people to talk to, but also people to listen, to be good friends. Right. Because if you remember this incident that happened recently, the, this Bollywood actor, Shushant Ajput, yeah. right. who committed suicide. So, yeah. you know, people, he's on social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatnot. And so, uh, what not? He had everything. Like he's mm-hmm. so he's thirty five, something around that age, and right. he had all the wealth, the um, biggest apartment or house, whatever in Bangalore or what not. You know, mm-hmm. he just followed him. But still, in real life, when you look, did he have real friends? I don't know because there were so many people following him in Instagram and everything. Um, right. When you have a problem of depression, when you want to call somebody, is there somebody there for you, really? Not in media and, you know, Facebook and everything. So, okay. so that's the reason for depression too. Like friends, friends can get you out of stress, you know? Yeah, I mean, I do want to say one thing though that I don't want to put, uh, not necessarily blame, but I don't want to say like, okay, like what happened to his friends? Like why weren't they there for him when he needed them? We don't know the exact details, but I always think that because when, when, when let's say, uh, let's talk about it. So when someone commits suicide, they basically are saying that I have no one worth living for. I have nothing worth living for. So I'm just going to end my life. Everyone is just going to move on, you know, with their life. They'll be okay. But in reality, like, how often does that happen? You know, like families are broken, uh, friendships are affected because everyone is just left thinking, you know, why did he take such a drastic step? What what could I have done better? What could I have done different? And it's easy to even like blame the friends and family like, oh, they should have, they should have known better. They should have kept an eye on him and been there for him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like, what if he never reached out to them? Like they, they might've been there for him, but he never 
reached out or if they tried to help him, you know, he wasn't very open to being helped. We don't know. We don't know the exact uh, cases yet, but I think that's a useful lesson to learn from it is as much as possible, reach out to people around you because you never know what they're going through and they may not voluntarily like tell you like, hey, this is what yeah. I'm going through. This is, the, this is the kind of tough situation I'm in. They may not tell you. They'll probably say every time you see them, they'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. Everything is good. Right. And especially like celeb- celebrity culture is like in social media, you always have to say you're doing great, right? No one right. will say, uh, yeah, I'm like, this is a bad time. No, everyone has to post picture of like their house or like their fancy car and hanging out with friends because they have to project that they're very happy, right? So that true state of mind can only be known by your closest friends and maybe family. So I think it's I think it's important for people, especially non-celebrities, people like Amelia, like when she grows up, like um, especially in her teen years, she's gonna like probably like look at celebrities and be like, oh, why can't I have that kind of fame? And that fame may be equal to happiness. Mm-hmm. So I want her to be aware that that isn't everything. That does not mean, I mean, if, if that was a true yardstick, like no famous person or no rich person would commit suicide, you know, and right. they won't become alcoholics or they won't be depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is much more than that. And mm-hmm. friendship is important, but it's also only a small part of it. And it can only get you up to a certain point. So I just, you know, my hope is that for her, so for Amelia, like my hope is, and this is one thing that I've been thinking about since I've become a dad is mm-hmm. I want the right kind of people around Amelia. You know, I know that family will always be there for her, but I also, I also want her to pick good company, the good, right kind of people to hang out with, especially in her teenage years and in her young adult life. Because, you know, as someone who has grown up uh, mostly away from home. And, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, like, you know, I spent most of my years in boarding school, um, living in different hostels and, you know, living with people who are also living away from family. So we had to be there for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what happens in those situations, you start to form groups, right? You start right. to have your own circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I was very fortunate or even I would say blessed to have the right kind of people around mm-hmm. me and friends, friendships that has carried on through the years. But for me, the important thing that I looked in was as someone who's really more of an introvert and who has a hard time of opening up to people, the first mm-hmm. thing is I need to be able to talk to them about anything. You know, It can be about studies, it could be about life, you know, it can be about the future, it can even be about relationship, you know, like, um, right. you know, when you're in college and all of that, you want to, you're learning so much about the world and you want to talk to people about it. And in my case, I was not, you know, my parents were not there at that point in time. They were in a different country and it's easier to talk to friends my own age. So for me, the one quality that I really wanted in a friend was I can, I want to be completely honest and open with them. And I also want them to respect me and not put me down saying oh that's stupid that's silly or mm-hmm. no that's not right you know like I want them to treat me equal equally and like treat me like a peer more than anything respect me and be open to like whatever I say and be kind of a good counselor and you know someone that you know any time of the day I can you know turn to them you know some of my best friendships are 
uh, funnily enough, like we would have probably gone without talking. And I'll, I'll say this is probably a good example for the friendship between you and me, between me and Madan is where we can go probably months without talking, right? That's but then, true. But then when we call, we end up talking for like an hour. I don't right. know how it happens. Like Abigail will always ask me, like, how did you end up speaking for like an hour? Because she knows me, right? She knows, <laughs> always thinks, how do you end up talking for like an hour to someone when you're by nature, you're like a very like, you know, <laughs> mostly quiet person. I think it goes back to that point about finding people that you're, you can be completely vulnerable and completely honest with. And for me, that's what I want for Amelia as well. You know, like, because the other side is what, you know, you pick the wrong kind of people. And I've seen that too. You know, you were led astray. You're led mm-hmm. away from the right way to live your life. You end up with bad habits and you end up right. with all sorts of things. And having the right kind of people around you is so critical. And I always like think sometimes as parents, you can't really tell your mm-hmm. your child, like, don't be friends with that person because guess what? They're going to do the opposite. <laughs> they don't want to listen to you. So right. my wish is that I can only like kind of give a more general advice to her like on how to pick her friends but I have to trust her like okay you are smart enough to make the right decision right that's true I agree with you so parents I think we can just advise them but can't really go because we have to make I feel like as parents we have to be good friends to our children as well so that they're open enough to share stuff because the culture here is very different from how we have grown in India because there it's like every bit of what we're doing comes to our parents not not (laughs) through someone through some oh yeah I've had my (laughs) share of your the son of a pastor, right? Right. You know? uh, yeah, so it's very That's something that I've always thought about you. The very first time I saw you at church, I was like, this guy is this pastor's son and he doesn't want to seek attention. He's just going and standing in the corner, doesn't even yeah. talk to anybody. So that really, that mysterious character of you has always... Um, made me think about oh really can this person be like this i usually imagine myself that way like if i'd been this pastor's daughter mm-hmm. i've been on stage always <laughs> comes yeah. and giving advices to people and just showing off no but i always used to hear like oh the silent people are like the people that you have to be very careful of because you don't know what they're thinking of which i think to a point is probably true because <laughs> By nature, having to be like, you know, keeping my, my thoughts and my opinions to myself, unless I know you, um, yeah. it actually That's probably helps. It's good because it helps maintain good relations with people yeah. that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't tell something and they get offended. Uh, because ultimately, you know, I just want everyone to get along as much as possible. So I kind of lean towards the side of just being diplomatic and okay I, I don't I'm not a fan of this I don't really like this but um, I'm just gonna let, let this slide I'm gonna like trust that this person has good intentions so right. uh, um, so lastly before before we go um, now if I think of like the ideal friend and you may know where this is going um, and for me it's you know like some of the qualities that I mentioned earlier but an important part of that is also um, having the ease, having the comfort to reach out to people who may not be as comfortable, right? You have to put them at ease. You have to reach out to them, talk to them, 
And you have that personality, which I've seen. And I think that's also one of the main reasons why over time I became, you know, super comfortable with you. And I consider you a close friend is you have the ability to reach out to people, put them at ease, make them feel comfortable and eventually allow them to open up to you and talk about anything right in life. And I feel like that's, you know, that's where you and Madan fit the bill for me. So as someone who is like that to people around you, how do others, like you're the best person to ask to, how can I be a better friend to people around me? And by extension, you know, that I can pass on to Amelia if I, if she ever comes to me with advice on like how she has to be around people, especially her peers, you know, people her own age, how can she be a better friend to people? Like, what would your advice be? I haven't really thought about this because this is my personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I always um, look for people who are alone, who I think are in me. Um, when I sense some kind of loneliness around them, I just casually reach out to them. I don't even have to know anything about them. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have to know what they're going through or their background or their family. I don't even look at anything to talk to somebody. So if I see somebody in the crowd, like just trying to um, get away and not comfortable, I just try to go say hi and introduce myself. I don't really ask them too many questions at the beginning because they may not be able to really, maybe they don't really want to open up or they may think, oh, this person has come to me just to know about me. That's anybody's attitude when you go and talk to a stranger they don't really consider you as a good friend oh this person has come to help me out nobody thinks that way right so i really look for people uh who are lonely and just go talk to them and try to gel them into the group Mm -hmm. Uh, try to introduce a couple of people whom i think is just like me to them so that they can get comfortable in the crowd uh, just enjoy that moment and Eventually, I feel like they somehow get connected over the years with me. Uh, They just call me to say something good or they just call me to share something and say, hey, thank you for talking to me the other day. I met somebody, they spoke about you. And it's just, you know, it's a small world. So somehow they come back to me for something and I try to involve them more. And that's how I, this is not making friendships. I would say this is just being uh, like, being a good person being others and you know just being nice to others yeah i don't think uh, people whom i've gone and talked this spoke this way have always spoke uh, talked back to me or communicated to me later it's some some relationships are just just one day relationships i just right. talk to them make them comfortable and they're gone and right. you don't know where they are but some connections yes uh, i've just gone and spoken they've connected to me back and um, you know, I've helped them in a lot of ways, but it's, and eventually sometimes I learn from them. Um, they become my close friend at a point. Uh, it's just like, you know, it's my personality. I feel it. No, no I think this, this is actually a very good example, or it can be actually a good case study because broadly speaking, the two of us, we are basically good examples of two kinds of people in this world, right? One, <laughs> <Very true. laughs> one is very comfortable reaching out to like strangers and like talking to them about anything and making them feel at ease, that would be you. And the other group of people is, you know, more <laughs> introverted, more quiet and keep to themselves. And that would be me. And I, I'll tell you like 
my approach to it, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but usually when I'm in a new place, you know, like we have moved quite a few times now. And so whenever I'm in a new place and I always wanted, you know, I, I want friends. I know I want friends around me and I want to get to know people. But at the same time, I don't want to be the person to reach out to someone and be like, hey, will you be my friend? <laughs> like, I can't, I, I cannot do that, right? So what I typically do in a situation is I will wait for someone to reach out to me. I will hope that someone will reach out to me and talk to me. And because once people start talking to me and I feel like even like a little bit like, okay, this, this person is you know, pretty good to talk with, then I will open up and I probably end up sharing more than I should. And <laughs> usually a lot of friendships come out of that. In fact, now that I look back on it, most of my friends are opposite personality to me. You know, <laughs> friends here, one in Texas, they're all very extroverted. And I think that's why we clicked because <laughs> we had, we complemented each other so perfectly. And, and I think for me, honestly, if, if Amelia turns out to be like me, more of an introvert nature, which honestly, at this point, very early to say, she seems to show, you know, signs <laughs> that she's got a very strong personality. Um, so, but if she does turn out to be like introverted, uh, like me and more to herself, I would say, you know, don't limit yourself to any kind of personality because people can be good. You know, the silent people can be good, very, mm -hmm. oh, you know, very friendly, like very extroverted people can be good. So yeah. don't like limit your options, but you will know, you will know when it clicks. You will know when, when, when you really like to hang out with someone. And right. There's a point where you yeah. really know that you are 100% comfortable with that person. Yeah. The best part that I wanted to share about you, maybe something that Amelia would like to listen about you. Is <laughs> okay maybe a good character that I really like about you probably more than like, you know, friendship can have so many dimensions to it, like so many things involved. But the best thing that I've noted in you is whenever I come with a problem to you, I don't really share my personal stuff with a lot of people because I know who can advise me better in a spiritual way, in a worldly way. So certain things um, that I bring to you, maybe it's about life or somebody in my life or things like that. You've always dealt with it in a very diligently, like you don't give yeah. negative comments or, you know, um, like I've never heard you say anything bad about anybody uh, or, you know, oh, maybe this person is like this. No, no judgmental talks. Right. Uh, this advice on what I should be doing or what is best rather than talking about the other side or the other party who's involved. So very few people do that. I mean, I have good friends who advise me, um, think in both ways, you know, they think right. about me and they think about the other person involved. And yes, they become judgmental at a point. They ask questions, why, what, and this and that about the other person involved. But with you, you definitely give a nice, uh, uh, you know, a better option for me to pick but not talking negative stuff about anybody. So that is a good quality that I like in some friendships and I admire that in, um, because it's easy to talk for me and easily talk against the other person who's not your friend. But I've yeah. seen you do that. That is something. Uh, for as long as she can. But, you know, that's, that's important though, like what you said. And it's a big part of that is my personality, right? And 
personality is not just shaped by one thing. For me, all of what I am, you know, it's a combination of, okay, how did my friendships influence me? Maybe my interactions with my friends over years, over my entire life taught me that, okay, this is the way I need to be a good friend to this person. With a different person, I might have to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. Each, everyone is unique. To be a very good friend to someone, you need to understand how can you be there for that person? How can you help that person out? And for me, it's always been about you know, being true to myself, but at the same time, being able to really adjust to, to my other friends, whatever they're going through and try to be there for them in that moment. And so personality is one thing, experience in friendships is one thing, the way you're raised, um, your faith. So for me, faith is like, you know, it's it's such an important part of my life. So how I was raised up in that, so many different things go into that. And, you know, again, I go back to saying that don't, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't think that a certain kind of people will always be like that, because if Mm -hmm. that was the case, you and I would never have become friends. <laughs> I probably really would not have any friends because my introverted friends are very few compared to the more <laughs> extroverted people. So my advice for Amelia, just based on all the things that we spoke about, is just just be open to, you know, just be open to people, you know, the right kind of the right kind of friends will you will know uh, the right kind of friends that you will need in your life. That comes with experience, that comes with just you know, good mentorship, you know, maybe you see that in your parents, maybe you see that in other people that you trust, learn from them, and eventually you will find the right kind of friend, uh, friendships in your life. Mm, thank you for choosing me to talk about friendship. <laughs> I think this is the apt topic yeah. you relate me with. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've never thought that we would be this good and close friends over these years, we've become close. Um, yeah. That you, I consider I, you one of the very uh, diligent person that I can go to and be myself. And I know you, you're not going to think bad about me, even if I've done a grave mistake. And I come to you and say, "Hey, Benny, what what is your advice?" And I'm sure you're going to say, "It's okay. You know, you can do this." Right. Uh, so I can be myself to you. And I've never thought that we would be this close friends eventually because in 2012 when I met you I was like I got to get this person to talk something to me <laughs> because that's what I really I think a lot of people in my life were in that situation where they were like experience right. you know meeting. I think even if you've been here in in the same place like meeting each other every week I don't think this kind of a relationship or friendship would have you know bloomed or something yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, since that you've traveled different places, you've gone, moved to um, different places. That's why I had to really call, call you and make that connect and say, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, things like that. And that is important, right? Uh, That's important that you have to make an effort to in friendships. You can't just, uh, yes, you know, there are times where you can go without, you can go months or years without talking to some of your closest friends and sometimes click you just immediately click the next time you speak with them but it's also important to make that effort to reach out to them you know otherwise because there are friendships in my life which i probably like left uh, let it drift and we've never been able to reconnect Mm -hmm. so it is important that's another thing that i like amelia to keep in mind is that in friendships too you can't take them for granted um because finding good friends is finding reliable friends is hard you can find any number of friends but finding people that you can, you know, say, put your life, you know, 
that your life depend on them. That's very rare. And I'm very grateful for all the friendships in my life, you know, including the ones with you and Madan, you know, you know, people that I can always like talk the most serious topic, but also at the same time, the most silliest yeah. stuff anytime. True. And you need those kind of people in your life. So I appreciate your friendships. Friendship. I appreciate I all, the all the conversations that we've had. And uh, I want to thank you for your time in talking about this. And I really hope that Amelia gets something out of it. Sure. Thank you, Benny. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Dear Amelia. Thank you for listening and tune in next time when I talk with a close friend about the immigrant experience. Till then, this is Benjamin Prabhu signing off. And Amelia, reach out to a friend you haven't spoken to in a while. Love you so much, Dad. <laughs>